Hey everyone, thanks for watching or listening to Grand Advice by Good Monster. I'm John Timmerman. Today we're going to talk about rebrands. So let's say you're an established company, you've been around for 50 years, and every 20 years or 15 years or whatever it is, you kind of do a logo update, you do a brand refresh, you go on with your business, right? I want to talk to uh, talk to you about how to get an ROI, literally make more money, more revenue, build your business using a rebrand. Because a lot of companies, companies we talk to, companies that we see, a lot of companies just think a rebrand is a logo refresh, a new tagline, maybe some alternate color variations, and they, then they pretty much plaster that across business cards and marketing materials and whatnot. But that is not what a rebrand should be. And if you're not really taking the time to making sure that you're going to get that ROI, then it's sort of a waste of money. You might get a little bit of new attention by launching that new logo and that new brand, but ultimately it's going to fizzle out if you don't do it correctly. So I want to talk to you about how we do it at Good Monster to make sure that this rebrand or a rebrand is going to stand the test of time and deliver ROI years, years, decades down the road. So we sort of follow a protocol and I suggest that you do the same thing if you're thinking about doing a rebrand. A rebrand takes some time, it takes some resources and that's why a lot of companies just kind of want to hire a designer or have their designer tweak, do a refresh and then distribute that across all of their mediums. But before you start a rebrand, the first step is to revisit your core mission and your value proposition because it might have changed over the last decade. Technology may have changed, the customer may have changed, focus may have changed, the economy may have changed. Okay, so you need to revisit your core mission, even if it's a couple of words different than it was a decade ago, make sure it's concrete. What is your company all about? What standards do you have and you're going to adhere to? If you change this brand, that brand should reflect that, reflect that core mission and exude that value proposition. Now this could be as crazy and as deep as changing the name of your company. We see that quite a bit. Um, it could also be keeping the name, but changing the logo to, to bring about a different feeling. Now, you know, we're talking feelings here, but this goes for a manufacturing company of hard, heavy equipment, dirty, you know, dirt, digging in the dirt work, or it could go for an e-commerce shoe brand, right? Rebrands, no matter what your business, really need to start with a core mission and your value proposition. If you're a sneaker, why are you different than all the other sneakers out there? You wanna start there so that you can make decisions on your rebrand based on that core mission. So make sure you have your core mission, your value proposition, make sure the executive team and all your team members understand this because it's going to be the driving force through this rebrand. Number two, step number two is to interview your employees. Now, most companies do this, in my opinion, incorrectly. They start at the top and they hit the executive team and then they talk about what the executive team thinks and wants to do with the rebrand. Maybe it'll trickle down. In my opinion, and what we do at Good Monster is we start at the bottom, okay? Start with who you think, somebody who's not a decision maker about the brand. Go down to the janitor. Go down to your cashiers. Go down to your newest hires, your entry level assembly line workers, people who don't have invested time into your company. Go all the way down the decision making chain and 
ask them what they see in the company. What do they see? Can they pick out a core mission? Can they pick out the value that your company offers or your brand offers? Can they already pick that out? Then explain to them the new mission or the core mission, uh, the current core mission or, the, or, or and or the value proposition and see if they agree with it. Let them know they're not going to be fired. You know, they're not going to have any repercussions. This is an honest conversation. Um, and, and I would go one-on-one. I'd pluck people out uh, before I do kind of like a group uh, a group one because people act differently when they get into a group atmosphere. So go down, see what they think, and then work your way up because by the time you get to the people who are going to decide what happens with the brand, you have all this data and you have all this perspective to work with. So when you interview your employees, your team members start at the bottom, work your way up to the decision makers before you make any decisions on how to approach the rebrand. Okay, number three, next, you want to interview your clients and your customers. Uh, Go to your closest clients, the ones that have been with you the longest, and talk to them about the new core mission and the new value proposition. Explain to them why you came up with that and ask them, Does that align with what they want? They're your clients, your paying customers, your brand should impress them. It should get them excited. If it doesn't, probably something wrong unless they're a tired, stuffy, old client anyways and they're not you know, moving with the times, right? So for that reason, you wanna ask your oldest clients and then you wanna work your way up to the newest clients, okay? Now, you could go the other way around. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. I don't think it's as important as the employees. We're big on that everything starts uh, you know, at the core and your employees are your core. So you wanna interview your customers, you wanna get a feel for who wants what, what value do they see in your service, your products, and then make sure that your core mission and your value proposition, value of your product or service, are aligning with what your customers and clients want. Now you may also want to interview or talk to prospective clients. I know this is kind of weird and you probably, somebody that you're negotiating a million dollar deal with, you don't want to say, hey, we're thinking about switching our core mission. It's not something you really want to do. So maybe you go into aligning industries or uh, colleagues and people who who do know you, who you are but don't, don't necessarily do business with you and talk to them, take them out to lunch, ask them what they think about your business. Talk to them about the core mission and value that you're thinking about using for the rebrand and see if they understand that. Is there a connection made between that and your business as they see it? Now, step four, we're going to kind of bundle this one together because, I mean, this is really where it's done, but now you want to create and test. So they need to go hand in hand. Don't just create the rebrand, do all the logo design, the the new name, the taglines, the colors, all of this stuff without testing it. Because even though you have this information that you got from the initial stages, the one, the the two, and the three, you still want to create and then test multiple variations. So if you're really going all in on this rebrand, and this is something that's going to last you the next couple of decades, create logo variations, create tagline variations, create image variations, video variations, uh, copy variations, business card design variations. Uh, create multiple versions. And you don't have to go crazy. It can be just two, two of each. And then go and deploy that through your employees, through your current customers, through trusted sources, and let them pick and choose and explain why. Yes, this takes more time and resources, but in the long 
run, this is going to pay off because you're going to get the best possible portrayal of your company as other people see it. Because that's what a rebrand is. It's not what you guys think internally. It's what other people think about you. That's what a brand is. So don't make your decisions based on what your core executive team thinks. That's not going to be effective. Okay? So create and test. You could go so far as to shoot an email out and ask your customers, which logo do you like better? You know, um, you know, which website do you like better? Like things like that. That, or you could bring people in and have sort of a focus group, okay? You could ask your current clients, however you feel it's the best way uh, to go about it, but you want to get multiple creative options and then fine-tune which ones will work best, which ones will get the most attention, which ones will convey the message the best, and then funnel that down to your decision. And then the last step is to deploy it everywhere you communicate, okay? Everywhere. This is internal emails to employees. This is a logo. This is making sure you get it in your local business journal. Uh, this is business cards. This is your YouTube channel, your website, uh, your product labels. This is everything. And this is really where the bulk of the work is done uh, is to make sure that all of the little boxes are checked with your new brand. You might even change your product names to reflect your new brand. Okay. There's lots of little details. Now this is where it depends on the size of your business to how much resources you're going to put into a rebrand. So if you're a small startup, you know, your rebrand is going to be a lot easier than if you've been in business for 20 years and you're a $50 million company that's spread across the United States or across the world. It's just, purely because there's more stuff out there. There's more content out there that needs to be changed. So if you're going to, if you're thinking about doing a rebrand, think about all the places that you're going to have to switch to the new brand. If you're a small startup, it's going to be a lot easier. $10,000, $15,000, that might be a starting point to, to rebrand everything. Um, if you're a $50 million company who's been around for 20 years and you're across the globe, well, you know, 50 to a hundred plus thousand dollars is sounds like a lot of money, but in order to change all of this stuff, it's really not, it's, it's really not. If you do it correctly, the ROI that you're going to get from doing a, a rebrand, not just a fresher, but a rebrand should pay off the next 10, 20, 30 years if done correctly. Thanks everyone for watching or listening to another episode of Grand Advice by Good Monster. Remember, you can listen to these episodes on Apple Podcasts. A lot of people like to drive into work uh, and listen to podcasts, so that might be a, a, a good spot for you to listen to these episodes. And if you're listening to this, you can watch them on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and pretty much every social media platform out there. So thanks again for watching or listening. If you have any feedback, leave them in the comments below. That's the only way that we know if... These episodes are effective and educational for you. Until next time, have an awesome day.